This podcast is intended for mature audiences. It also contains two British people talking about sex. Are you bracing yourself in or do I need to tie you down? Sorry, what? Um, you can you can check that out on my profile. <laughs> Hello, Hello and welcome to the T-Packs and Joysticks podcast, the Kinky Video Game Podcast. I got that wrong for the second show in a row. What's uh, going on? I don't know. I'm Chris. And I'm Sai. How are you? I, I'm clearly out of practice. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should swap the, <laughs> swap the roles. Uh, let, me, let me do the intro. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we have a bumper show this week, Chris. Yes, we do. What are we talking about? We are talking about the brand new Switched app. We are indeed. Because this week is a Community Spotlight episode. Oh yes? Which means what? Community Spotlight episodes are where we bring on people in the community that are doing the work. Because it's all well and good for us to sit here and go, oh, do this, do this, do that. There are people on the ground that are putting that hard work in and... Switched is one of them. It was crowdfunded. Like mm. so we sat down, we've had a really interesting conversation with them. Yes, and that is coming up later. But for now, what is the tea? The tea. I mean, can there be any other tea this week? It's been Eurovision. Like I think it's we Eurovision. only need to just have the one because we were both watching it. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh I think ninety nine percent of the gays were watching it. I mean, pretty much. It's it's one of the gayest things on TV, <laughs> short of Pride, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I, I made my list as I went through. I live-tweeted mm-hmm. everything that I thought as we went through in terms of acts, etc. <laughs> Not one of my top three ended up in the top three. <laughs> no, um, there, there were a couple of my favourites. Well, my, my favourite did come second, um... I think I agree with a, a lot really? of people on that one, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Well, um, I mean, okay, it wasn't bad, don't get me wrong. Like, I really wanted Italy to win. I'm sorry, I really wanted Italy to win. I also expected France to do far better. No, I, I am very indifferent with France. Mm, I didn't think much of enough. France. I uh, think it's just because she was giving me that whole Gaga moment. Mm. <laughs> Okay. But I mean, I, as usual, Eurovision never went to plan in terms of who you think is going to win it, because I, I don't think I've ever managed to pick the right choice as the winner. Uh, no, probably not. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I never know how Eurovision go. Uh, what <laughs> Twitter's kind of blown up with a lot of complaining about the results, and I don't know. I, I it's, yeah, it's only, it's, it's only Eurovision. Like I don't, I don't want to take away from Sweden at all. It does feel that little bit weird that, like, oh, it, like the immediate thing straight after was, oh, it's going back to after 50 years after ABBA. It's just like, I, uh, mm, is that legit? Yeah. I don't, I don't, <laughs> yeah, don't get me wrong. It is, I'm sure. It's just like, it's just got that feeling, you know? And I don't think I've seen the jury votes that one sided, like, ever. Not for a long time. Mm hmm. Right. I've seen it once, not for a very long time, though. Yeah. But anyway, should we should we consider that the tea for the week? Because we really need to uh, yeah, that'll do. make way for the gentleman. <laughs> that'll do. Otherwise, the Eurovision chat is never going to end. 
<laughs> this is very true. This is very, very true. Yes, and now we have the guys from Switched with us. And uh, here's the do. bag. And yeah, we'll pull up from the back the Switched app. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so I'm, before we go any further, I'm going to throw it over to you guys so you can introduce yourselves to the world, as it were, sort of who you are, pronouns you prefer, etc., as much or as little as you want to give us. <laughs> right, I'll start then. Um, I am Eddie. Um, um, he, him. Uh, and I am the creator of Switched. Um, well, one of the creators of Switched. Um, and over to my partner. Uh, hello, so I am Ed. I am the UX designer, stroke graphic designer, stroke. I'm not really sure. Everything in everything in <laughs> anything apart from code. We do everything. We do everything. Yeah. How, uh, but my back. How my... many things and people are you stroking? <laughs> yes. None. Uh, For legal reasons, let me just confirm. <laughs> he's not stroking anyone. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm he him, um, and yeah, it's good to talk to you guys. Nice to have you on the show. So. A little bit of context here, just for our listeners, because we our last episode we were talking about dating apps, and then literally the day after we recorded that episode, you guys came out on Twitter and went, "Hey, we've launched," <laughs> and both me and Chris sat there and went, "Oh, for fuck's sake, one day." <laughs> so I'm just going to go ahead and say I knew it was going to happen, and I was waiting for the recording so that I would launch. You guys were the reason why it took us so long. Because I was waiting for the moment that you had done the recording so that we can go BAM! <laughs> Just the rest of us. Yeah. What is Switched? How would you describe your, your platform? Switched is a social network with matchmaking. So it mm. is a combination of a social network with dating. And it uses a combination of cool and modern approach to using an app. So we wanted to bring something into 2022, 2023, um, and bring in as many features as possible from the main places where kinksters were, such as Twitter and Instagram, and add an element of matchmaking and dating. So the if you look at the options out there, you can you can have your app. Um, sorry, you can have your profile on an app, but you can't do everything in one place. Now we're not trying to do everything. We're just trying to bring the main elements of some of those platforms into one place, because that reflects the nature of kind of like how we are and we connect with each other and socialize with each other. Now some people will use Switch just to socialize, make friends, talk about the stuff that they're doing, and meet new people. And that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Some people just want to kind of like broadcast the stuff that they're doing and post really cool pictures and photos, and we wanted to do something that really made the photos pop on the app. Mm. And some people are actually looking for a life partner. Some people are looking for, you know, anyone that they can match with, they can get to know um in person and you know you can even find love i say that but it's not a joke um i think that finding love as a kinky person is also a very valid reason for you to be on an app and do anything yeah. mm -hmm. and final if you're just looking for fun you can i mean you can do that on 
all apps on, on Twitter even, or Reddit, <laughs> or some people even on LinkedIn. So why <laughs> not on Switch? Okay. Oh, I don't know how I feel about those two words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever had fun on LinkedIn. Um, I've received some dodgy messages from quote-unquote recruiters in the past and i had to block them i thought they were very inappropriate but you know who who am i to judge i guess fair enough so you kind of alluded to it sort of sort of blaming us for the delay but (laughs) you you guys have had such a a long road coming to market as it were so you what is, what, is, what was the original timeline? You announced, was it a year or two ago? Because I remember it was announced sort of around the pandemic, towards the end of the <clears throat> pandemic. No, no. Was it not? No, no. So um, we announced at the end of December, wasn't it? Around Christmas time? I think it was bef- oh, I think it was the start of December last year. Start of December? Actually, yeah, that we actually okay. announced, right. yes. My apology. That's, uh, anyone who's been listening to the show will know I have moved out, and I, the concepts of time have completely run away from me. So my apologies. Ha- however, however, the the length of time that we've been building it has been considerably longer than that. It has been a right, lot longer, I, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I thought I'd I'd read somewhere that you'd been sort of building this out for a while. For two and a half years, yeah. And I know you had some crowdfunding through Indiegogo as well. Yeah, that's right. So. How has it been sort of having that sort of grassroots want from the community and getting that sort of sort of that taste that, yeah, there's a, there's a market here for what what you're looking at here? Right. So I started and, and this is my thing. This was my research before I kind of convinced Ed to join me and work on this with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been looking into building an app for the absolute longest time. I've been in the kinky scene for an incredible amount of time, longer than, and honestly, it's very difficult to pin it down because I come from the fluid genderqueer slash straight scene and then Mm. into the gay kinky scene in London. And I've, I've helped a number of different initiatives from helping run the... Um, London Rubbermen group and organizing pride walks to being a member of the Wolfpack, helping run mm-hmm. some of the demonstrations on the recon bondage masterclasses for years and some other educational work for a university and, and other things in other places. And also before that, helping run a whole bunch of other stuff, always around the theme of LGBT and kink okay so i've been looking at you know i don't really like the apps that we have i didn't think that they were full encompassing of something that i would find to be in the you know 2020 2021 2022 and so on i thought they're a little bit old-fashioned so Mm. i did some research um a lot of the people that i've spoken to have said to me hey you should build an app you should build them like i think you should go and do it like why are you even thinking thinking about it and i and i did some research and i found out that yeah there is a market for it i did some polls on my twitter and i was trying to find out especially during covid i was trying to find out where are the kingsters such as for example being on twitter or whether they're on telegram or if they are on recon or if they are on instagram and i found that actually the majority of users that i've seen are on the normal social networks and they are Twitter yep. and Instagram. They are by far and large the bigger user base. 
more so than the apps that are actually designed for Kingsters. So I found that a little bit shocking. Um, I also got an idea of how many people subscribe and don't subscribe through that poll saying, do you have a subscription? Are you looking to renew your subscription? So that gave me kind of like an idea of if I think of a number of how many people could be on these apps, I don't know, 300,000, 500,000, I don't know how many, then um, how many of those are actually paying customers? And it gave me a percentage and I thought, well, there may be a market for this. And I know that FetLife exists, but FetLife, yep. they're quite public about the number of users they have on their site and they have close to say, 3 million. And then I thought, oh, that could be an interesting market. So maybe we could do something that overall, as a platform, it could become a bigger proposition. However, I am very well, quote unquote, versed in the gay kinky scene. That's the one that I know better. So why don't we start there, see where it takes us, be more inclusive, more diverse, and then who knows, maybe we could expand into um, something a little bit more diverse, and I don't know. And that's kind of how it started. Um, and then Ed and I have known each other for years and years, and I have, um, Ed's head's going to explode, but I have always thought very highly of not only he's a friend, but he is an incredible <laughs> professional and an excellent designer. Everything that you see on the app and the compliments that we get, they are all about the user interface, the UX, and how it looks more user-friendly. The complaints are always about, oh, this is glitchy, it's a little sluggish. <laughs> and those are all my problems uh, because I'm the one hurting them. But the bit that everyone likes is Ed and there is no one who could actually come up with an idea for the way that it is better than Ed. Because all I did to Ed was I gave him, actually I located it. I think it's probably in my, the bedroom, but I had my sketches of what mm. I thought the app should be like. And I sent it to him and he, he did his thing that he does usually, which is like, no, 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 no. And then he shakes his hair and then he went like, <laughs> this is how it should be like. And then immediately, right? Um, and then he started working on it. And I thought I was going to spend an incredible amount of time having to convince him, this is a good idea. You should join me. Let's see what happens. And he was like, all right. And I was like, oh, this is slightly anticlimactic. I was expecting a little bit more. <laughs> Well, I mean, the, the, the main reason that I was so interested was because of this concept of the Switch Core. Um, as soon as Eddie showed me the Switch Core idea, which we originally uh, were going to call Horizon, um, yeah. I knew instantly that it was a really good idea because uh, obviously I was aware of things like the BDSM test, um, which spits out that whole chunk of text for you to paste into your socials. <laughs> but it's really, yes. really rudimentary. It's really basic. It doesn't really do very much. And so when Eddie came to me and said, I've got this idea for a social network. And, you know, whenever anybody says, oh, you know, social stroke dating, it's a very, very cutthroat business. It's not a, it's not an easy industry to 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 get ahead in. And so mm -hmm. I was skeptical. But then as soon as he showed me the, the core concept, I was like, this is it. This is really good. This is going to work. Uh, and it's, uh, and you know, it, 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 it's going to work for the gay community, but it's, it's also something that could be expanded out in the future. Mm. I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? How, and we kind of touched on this in our last episode. It's, it's interesting how, 
how much how far things have come but how little things have changed yeah so it's just like grinder is pretty much apart from like monetization to the point that it's it's probably starting to irk a few people it's pretty much the same platform it was yep. when it launched charging over 100 and... quid for a yearly subscription for these little squares on your screen mm-hmm <laughs> and then, and then, sort of, you, like you say, you mentioned Fet Life, you mentioned Recon, etc. And, and I look at, at uh, sort of some of those and go, well, this is pretty much the same interface that sort of Gaydar had back in the day, just in a sort of slightly more compact package. Oh, I am from the Whereas Gaydar if... days, the good old original OG, <laughs> the OG. It shows my age, but yeah, I'm from that time, Gaydar.co.uk. Yep. But it, it, it's it's. One thing that I quite like about the Switch app is that sort of you've got the different interface and you can see. One thing I really like is your uh, comparison chart that you have, where you can see what the person has done, what what they're into, etc. And that's yeah. really nice to actually try and get that handle and on someone's experience, etc. And it looks so good. It's uh, all the colours coming up. Mm. <laughs> see, Ed, all the compliments <laughs> are to you. <laughs> I, I At least I. Get... Can... I definitely get the better end of this, yeah, for sure. You do, uh, you do. I mean, at least was, I can was... say it was my idea, but he's <laughs> the one who fleshed it out. But without him, it would not have been what it is today. Let me mm. just go ahead and say, I can have the mm. idea, and people have a lot of great ideas, right? But that's, unless you 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 actually fight like a person or something like that, you can't actually control their idea. It's who can operationalize mm. it. And Ed is very good at delivering it. He's really good. Like all credit to mm. him. He is, you know. <laughs> Since we're talking about sort of features, etc. So you've got you've got a surprising amount packed in there for Fuck what yeah. is so to, with with no offense to you guys for what is like a launch version. You you see apps come to come to the market that don't have anywhere near as cohesive a frankly a setup a road plan sort of the whole kit and caboodle you mm -hmm. know and it's it is really impressive and like i say one of the reasons we would we really wanted to talk to you is that you'd had this support from sort of the funding on indiegogo etc the, the community was clear it wanted something it wanted change and you guys mm. have really come along and provided that so i guess sort of You've kind of, have you kind of set your bar so, so like you've you've come out and you've you've come out swinging with all of these sort of features and everything else and sort of we barely where, started. Where do you go from here, sort of thing? Because oh, <laughs> uh, we like, have what's the vision on your side? We have so much on our roadmap. It's like if anything, we're a little disappointed in the fact that we couldn't add more in. So, for example, there are some features that we had to pull back. So you have the ability to create private galleries on the app because ultimately we want you to be able to share that and unlock it with certain users, either in messages or in a different way, right? Mm -hmm. um, but we had a bit of an issue with that and safety and the safety, the data of our users is by far and large a primary concern. So it's not that it would have been an issue. It's just that it wasn't going to be done properly as in functionality and the user experience wasn't going to be so smooth that yeah. i was worried that people might look at it and think oh maybe something dodgy has happened oh but my private photos where did it go you know and i don't i don't want people to think that we don't want people to think that so sure. we had to say i'm not going to add this feature so i actually removed it so 
an example, you have this private gallery on your profile that you literally can do nothing with it apart from upload pictures to it. But And there are a couple of other <laughs> things that we had to do to pull back because we had to make a decision. Um, do we launch now or do we wait another two months? And then when we get to two months, we realize that we need to wait another two months and another two months mm. and another two months. Yeah, There's a... I think I was I was talking to a, a, a very good friend of mine who is uh, kind of like I'd, I'd like to call an, an elder gay, although I kind of fall in that category now without trying to <laughs> disclose my age too much. But I think what he was saying is that it's he was saying, Eddie, I know it's very difficult for you to build this app and you don't know if it's going to launch and you may have spent all this time and several thousands of pounds from our own money into this app and it may mm. amount to not a lot and then at the end of the first year we may say okay we're not going to do anything with this app we're just going to shut it down right and refund people mm. etc and he said for as much as this is a difficult thing he said that what's even worse it's not having an app or not having something new for you to use and not having this idea that actually we could have something better than what we have today and that's what he said and i said mm. well that's first of all way more emotion than I was hoping for this conversation to get. And I feel like I needed a drink at the time. <laughs> it was very early in the morning. It was like, okay, you know, but it, he did have a point. And I think it's a, it's a right way of putting it. So yeah, it is tough, but we decided we will launch and I'm going to share something with you, Ed. Um, Ed and I worked on projections, right? Because you have to say, how many people are we going to get on this app? So you look mm -hmm. at how many people are on Recon and you can go on like the homepage of the, their website and it says 30,000, 60,000 online users. Yeah. So I thought yeah. to myself, well, if I get 2,000 users, active users on the app by the end of the first month, mm -hmm. that would be amazing, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we did some projections that it got to like 7,000 month three um today we're over ten thousand active users on switch oh, wow nice so very nice that is an incredible success and ed has a much more optimistic outlook in life and i'm not pessimistic but i'm realistic <laughs> and and ed is like eddie that's fucking incredible that's amazing we're doing so well we have nothing to worry about and i'm like fuck the servers like <laughs> i went to bed oh. and i was the service nobody could use the app it was grinding to a halt and i had to increase the servers and and it got to a point that the logs that we put into the fire to get things running if I had left it running, it was going to cost us uh, close to £1,500 oh, wow. per month to run it, just database alone. So I had to do a lot of optimizations because I wasn't expecting so many people to be on the app and use the app. Yep. But they were. So it was fantastic. But fuck, awesome. that was... <laughs> that was tough. I've, be I've been there for something else. Like So years and years ago, I used to run a gaming community. And we, we got tapped on one of the Microsoft news stories at one point and just that I've been in that moment where you look at your traffic feed and go, oh, my God, what did I do? Right. <laughs> That's really cool to hear. So you know so what it's like, like. You have my sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> it was really tough. And then obviously first impressions and we want to get as many users as we want. Right. Um, mm -hmm. On the app as we can. And 
everything above and below that. And um, we want to captivate them and say and delight the users at completely stealing your words here. Because <laughs> Ed is all about delighting users and he means that genuinely, right? So we wanted that. But then obviously the experience of the app was so difficult and so so. So the first week was absolutely chaotic. But we did mm. it at one of the long bank holiday weekends. So he gave us a True. bit of time to go like, oh, because at the moment we're not able to work on this full time. So we have other sources of income. Mm-hmm. Um, the idea would be that we did this full time, that we will. Um, but it's just it's just tough. But I'm very proud of where we are. I think yeah. that we've come a long way. Just to put things into perspective, literally 50 minutes before we got together for this, um, mm-hmm. I've submitted the fourth update of the app to the app stores that will hopefully be approved within the next 24 hours or so. Um, mm-hmm. And that will have been four updates plus the original version within 14 days, two weeks of mm-hmm. launching the app. If you go on Fantastic. your app store right now and you look at an unnamed app, <laughs> look at how many times it was updated <laughs> in the last two years. And then you tell me. So yeah. we're working very hard and we're committed also because we feel like we owe a lot to our Indiegogo backers because mm-hmm. they believed in us and that means more than anything to us right honestly and also we've had a a, a small number of subscribers and mm-hmm. we want to make sure that they are getting bang for the buck so we, they're, they're getting value for money and so we are working incredibly hard Ed has had much more of a social life recently than I have. I kind of like stopped going and socializing, even led to social or anything. Oh, no. <laughs> but Ed has been incredible because he takes his phone with him and he's like, don't worry, Eddie, I'm on it. I'm keeping an eye on everything. And he really is. So he's been fantastic. Um, yep. Ed, do but you yeah, And it is just the two of you, isn't it? It is just the two man yeah. that's put all yeah. of this together. Which yeah. is, like That in itself is fascinating to me right. as well because yeah. it's just like... Like I said, to come out of the gate with that much, that polished, etc., oh. from just the two of you, you're is such a absolutely charm. phenomenal charmer. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we've been both both of us have been working in the um, in the technology sector for a, for a long time, and mm. you know, we met in a content creation company. So I think the fact that you know we're both very versed in content creation technology, and also. Um, obviously dating apps in general and also social media in general. Um, I think it made it a lot easier. I think that, you know, I've got friends who have um, commissioned apps to be built and it's been a nightmare because they don't have that background to to pull on to be able to create something that they know is polished because Mm -hmm. they've never done it before. So we've, you know, we're very fortunate in that we have uh, quite a bit of experience to, to pull on. Um, but just to go back to the functionality stuff that you were talking about, I mean, when we started talking about this, it was going to be a timeline, a profile, you know, matchmaking. But then as time mm-hmm. went on, we really realized that we needed to have those extra things to be able to um, to, to be able to really flesh it out because uh, there's there's. I think people expect so much more these days um, mm. and they want something that's got uh, a more polished and rounded kind of uh, look to it. 
I mean, that, to give you an example, the staggering majority of people that have messaged us, not just from like an app support or bug fixture or suggestions. Uh, so we've been contacted by businesses wanting to advertise, uh, businesses that want to have their presence on the app, mm. businesses that want to collaborate with us. And then I tell them, I, I am incredibly happy to hear this. It means a lot to me. But we've literally been live for a week or less than a week. Yeah. We're not equipped to do any of this just yet. And then the response that I normally get is, oh, shit, I had no idea you've only been live for these <laughs> two days or three days. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a lot. It was a lot long. And then some people complain about, oh, you can't post links on the app and you can't. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason for it. It is. There are two of us. We've only just launched. There are too many users on the app and we want to avoid spam, scam, and other potential mm -hmm. abuse. So the one thing that I do is I go and I say, okay, no links. So I parse all the text and say no links. It has nothing to do because I don't want people to post that links to Twitter or other apps, you know? It, no, I don't care. Like, I'll put, put a link to your OnlyFans. Like, power to you, you know, do your thing. But unfortunately, right now is not the time because there's just two of us. We get occasional help from kind of like like partners, right? Mm -hmm. um, who we trust. And um, But it's very occasional. Everything is like late into the night sometimes, well past midnight. I'm still like replying to messages and support and doing stuff. And so is Ed. But it, it, mm -hmm. it has to be so, mm -hmm. right? So like how else are we going to do this? Yeah, people have been so gracious, though. You know, the people that know about how how this has come about have have been so supportive on Twitter, and you know, I've had I've had lots of personal messages in the app saying thank you for building this. So it's been really rewarding from oh, that yeah. sense. Oh yeah, that's really good to hear. From my perspective, like obviously, you have got a lot of features lining up. Like uh, you, you talked about stuff that you want to do. Oh yeah. But, haven't done so yet but you know if you can give us like maybe a tease or something <laughs> yeah like anything we haven't thought of sure so so in in many ways we followed the minimum viable product principle right so mm. it's the it's an agile principle where instead of you doing everything just called waterfall technically you do an agile principle where you get everything that you need to do and then what you do, you look at how people are using it, if you get good feedback, and then you have make a decision to either persevere yeah, yeah, or yeah. you stop it or you change it for whatever reason, because it, you need to change it to improve something. So it's kind of like you, you just kind of like change the direction where your boat is going, right? And it can take a bit of time for the boat to start turning, but you eventually get there. And you can't just suddenly go and teleport, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and sure. respawning is practically not something that we can do with this app because I'm not going to shut it down <laughs> and start again. So you have to find a way of making responsible decisions. And once you go live, I can't just suddenly change something on the app because everyone who is on an older version of the app, and unfortunately a lot of people are because we're updating the app faster than the operational system is actually picking up on it and updating it because it takes a bit of time. Mm. So... Mm. What we've done is we've made sure to introduce enough features on the app that were 
first steps in the direction of where we want to go. But what we didn't want to do is not take a step or just start with a shitty concept. So if it was mm. something that we were uncertain, we didn't want to put on the app. A good example of this is uh, gender, right? So mm. um, okay. I am a, a, a cis man slash male, and I am not exactly the best person to talk about, you know, gender or like gender diversity because I am in many ways, you know, I have my privilege and, um, mm -hmm. and, you know, but the mm -hmm. reality is that it is something that is incredibly important to other people. And what is yeah. important to me is that we are able to offer options that are as close as possible to the way that people identify themselves. So mm -hmm. instead of starting with an app that goes like man and woman or male and female, what we've decided to do is put an option of male and female. And we've spoken to a group of people from the trans community who gave mm -hmm. us that recommendation and then say, and it was my idea. Then you can say first, if you want to share an information that you are trans, you can, but it doesn't mm -hmm. automatically put it into your profile because the first thing that I wanted to do is to dignify, you know, the, that person's identity and say, yes, I appreciate that you are trans, but you don't have to tell other people. You don't have to hide that you're trans mm -hmm. just because you don't want to show it on your profile. So that's the first thing. And then as an additional step, if you want to make it public to other people, you can toggle it. You just mm -hmm. turn it on. Yeah. And then obviously non-binary as <clears throat> kind of like a first, um, a first variation of that that kind of like fits outside of those parameters, right? Um, but the idea has always been that let's get this out there as our first version, our first step of inclusion and diversity, and then get feedback from our community and say, now, how do we expand on this, right? Mm. And we've received a lot of great feedback and we've received incredible, thoughtful feedback from users we mm -hmm. have received also feedback from people saying i can't um i can't choose a gender that represents me therefore i can't use this app i'm not welcome on this app and then unfortunately you can't i'm not going to enter a discussion with this you even say no you are welcome etc because it's not on me to say how people should feel right mm, sure. but the only thing that I can do is do better and become more inclusive. But the discussion mm. of gender is not an easy discussion. Someone can't just say, okay, do something about gender. And I go like 10 minutes later, it's done or same day. It yeah. requires a little bit more thoughtful thinking, especially before, sorry, because um, there is um, dissonance, whichever way you look at it and different people are going to disagree. And then, What's to say that, for example, some of the suggestions are made in good faith and some are not made in good faith. And then you have to kind of like wait. And I am not qualified to make those decisions. So we take feedback from various people and then we look at that. First. So we have a selection of a an expanded version of gender identities that are coming up. And I think yeah. even though some of the some people in the trans community that provided us feedback, they were very happy with, for example, male and female. Yeah. Some people were not. They said that they really prefer men 
and women because those the male and female terms have been abused by others as a way of kind of like segregating um and it's not something that i experience personally but what is very important to me is that we listen to those voices but not just the loud voices but also Mm. you know the silent voices and i say that because a lot of people feel like so i need to say something about this but there are other people who don't really have that will or don't want to start a discussion or an argument because it's not in their nature to be confrontational and they think that it may become confrontational so some people just don't say anything so we need to make sure that we're listening to all the voices so we do have a new version of this we are actually we've reached out to qualified charity recently to get their consultancy on this to provide us with more information so that we can make a better more informed decision and uh, yes it costs money but it's also the right money to spend uh, so that's mm-hmm. kind of what we're doing so that's an example of first steps about doing something that is moving towards the direction that we want to get to right yep. rather than Good. me just coming in and putting everything else now the other thing that i have to say and that's quite difficult is that we are an app for kink and what we say is that our app is a tool to explore your own sexuality related to kink right Mm -hmm. and we provide ways for people to discover themselves and see what they are interested in trying out and as you said you really like the idea that you can compare with each other but it's very difficult for us to provide the same level of discovery or the same level of tooling so to say you know quote unquote Mm -hmm. to other aspects of the app so it's so we want to simplify the app in the parts that it's not quite our focus and not but doing so with dignity and making sure that everybody's aware that they are welcome right because that's what we care about right and also when we're talking about you know uh, you alluded to what's coming we've got lots of functionality that's coming up so all sorts of things like being able to link your partner's account uh, with your account and have group messaging and we've got all sorts of ideas when it comes to content and also groups Um, but as Eddie said we've got to start somewhere and uh, so we've we've started on uh, the 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 simplest thing that we think is um, that that is that's viable for the for the app to have on day one Uh, but coming back to what Eddie was saying about listening to people um, yes we are going out and speaking to professional organizations about their uh, charities about their uh, opinions on where we go on things like gender but one of the other things that we're going to be doing is creating a customer council so this is going to be uh, aimed at the uh, various different people within the community who don't often get their voices heard we're going to be giving them a voice to speak to us directly a rolling membership of people so we get a nice variety of people um, Mm -hmm. so that they can actually uh, speak to us and we can start to address these uh, sometimes quite difficult topics in a measured way that, uh, that that hopefully makes people feel like we really do care about what they because we do because we do yeah Yeah. absolutely and also Um, just to add to that what we don't want for this app to do is in the aspects that we feel strongly about such as the switch core principle that's unique to us that's kind of like our 
unique selling point. Yep. We control that. We manage that, right? And then we say how this works. And it's been a very good success so far. The feedback that we received is 99.999% incredible, right? Um, mm. But everything else, um, we want feedback from the community. And we want to expand mm. on that because we are not the we're not the single source of truth and, and we don't allege to be. And the other thing I was going to say is that sometimes stuff that we put on the app, I think that some people think that, and this is super understandable. Some people think that it was a deliberate decision, but sometimes we're just using a library and that is just like the way that it kind of like comes together mm. on the app. And we don't really have a lot of control. We don't go through it in details. And it's, it's just that just because it was there. It doesn't mean that we don't want to change it or we're making a point of including it. Uh, we can very quickly, you know, change it and turn things around as we have been doing, you know, fourth update yep. coming up soon. So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on that point, like I'll jump in as well. So when you launched, I did I did fire a message over to you on Twitter and went like, "Hey, you, you've kind of missed out queer people off the uh, sexuality side on that." And it's just like that felt a little odd to me. But you were very upfront and went, "Look, we're, we're two guys, and we and it was an oversight." It was. And I, yeah, I actually, it was. From my side of things, I appreciate that level of honesty. You know. Yeah, and we are, um, and, and we are actually like, yeah, we we appreciate that. And there are several other things that was a complete oversight. Another one was not having the person's location on the profile. We were so yeah. focused <laughs> on getting everything else right that we completely missed it. It has. It's not because yeah. we don't want you to see, or we're trying to get you to pay for a subscription. Like, it's <laughs> not. Like, I don't. It really isn't. Um, it, it's it's, just, a, it's it, amazing. It. It's, a, it's amazing when you build these things how difficult it is to catch every single thing oh, that you do. Even, even oh, the fact yeah. that we had we did have beta testers to test out the app in the kind of coming the two months coming up to launch, and even even then we did not catch. Uh, over a hundred yeah it, because it's yeah. normal and it doesn't say anything about them like it just says mm. and a lot of the issues we've had we've not picked up especially on android phones we've had five mm. times more issues and crashes on android phones that we've had on ios and i mean i can show you to you guys you guys yeah. can see so i have <laughs> yeah i have all the devices here with me Right. <laughs> Honestly, like I can, I can keep going. I have all the devices. I think there's about seven, eight that we've, we've been so showing. One, two, three. So, yeah. Right. And I, and I, we've not picked up on any of these issues. They weren't a problem yeah. when we were ready to launch. And these things happen. But you know, that's mm. what happens when your app is compatible with over eighteen thousand Android phones, and you only yeah. have. Yeah however many Android devices we had between us and the testers, and it still wasn't sufficient. But it doesn't mean that, you know, we're not going to address it. It just means that it just makes it harder. For our listeners, sort of, we've been putting out messages, and you guys have been, been sort of retweeting it as well, sort of asking for questions from the mm. community, etc. And a common one that we got, and this came from a few different people, was... Um, can you clarify why it's your terms say that you must not prom promote discrimination based on race, sex, religion, national nationality, disability, sexual orientation, on age, but have not covered gender identity or gender? Probably a question for a solicitor, uh, because <laughs> we didn't write the terms. We worked with uh, a very good solicitor agency, and uh, it's not to say that we can't include it. 
As a matter of mm-hmm. fact, if we see any issue with discrimination on the app, it's a big no from us. So it gets moderated. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, our values speak for themselves, right? Yeah. And then obviously the terms are a reflection of that. In fact, I had to sit down with the lawyers and say, here's what our values are, right? And these are the things that I care about and we honesty, uh, transparency and so on. So I mean, you can get the list that we've picked for Switch. I was going to say that that's one thing that I quite like about you guys as well. You're very upfront with that. So yeah. to, you go to yeah. your website and it is there front and yeah. center. This is the principles. So f- for example, there was kind of like a boilerplate language in our kind of like initial privacy policy that talked about the fact that the data that we collect, that we could share the data or sell the data to advertisers um or just and the first thing i said to the person this is not going to be on this because it mm. does not resonate with our values um the data of our users is important to them i'm a kingster myself like mm. what if oh. and and i know some companies do a lot of stuff with our data and we know that grinder has done you know and i was like what yeah. the hell allegedly allegedly right <laughs> or you know allegedly right and this is the kind of thing that it doesn't really fly with. Now, it does mean that it has an impact on our business model because mm. it means that we make less money because we are making money from the app. We're not making money from the people. It's a very different approach to Facebook where you are the product, right? Mm. Because they leverage mm-hmm. your data. And right. so we decided from the beginning that we were not going to do that because it's a very mm. shitty shitty thing to do especially with kink and it's something that it's super personal and a lot of people like i don't want a lot of people don't want that side of theirs mixing with like family or professional life for obvious fucking reasons right you don't yeah yeah, so you don't want that so we decided that that's what we're going to do and when you are the product in in those kind of social networks um it's very opaque. You have no idea what's going on in the background. And, you know, no. transparency is so important to us. We want to make sure that, you know, it's made for the community and that we tell everybody what's going on. Uh, so that's a, a very big part of our values. Yeah. Is that maybe a good time for me to sort of just, just touch on with you quickly sort of things? Sort of one of the big things that has been barriers for people coming in and sort of challenging the... Uh, the big names as it were has been how do you navigate this whole situation around how you handle things like user privacy how you handle things like uh photo moderation and all that kind of things now i'm not going to ask you to get into specifics but sort of what have been the big challenges for you guys in terms of sort of how how do you navigate this as a two-man team because i tell you what i wouldn't fancy doing it (laughs) okay well I've I've certainly worked in best uh, way of phrasing this like software platforms that had very similar concerns and making sure that mm. you are a risk averse mm. person and that you're always focused on mitigating issues is very important. However, I do have to say it's not being as hard as you think because both Google and Apple have gone through the trouble of laying it out for you exactly what you need to do in order Mm. to achieve exactly what you're trying to do. And that is including not safe for work content, adult content on your app. 
So there is yeah. some content that is allowed on the app. There's some content that is not allowed on the app. And even the content that is allowed on the app, what they ask, and this is, I think Twitter phrases it better, and we kind of like follow that same principle, is that as long as it's not the only thing you post, mm. it's kind of okay, as long as, of course, legal and, you know, mm. and but it's the same principle. But when you look at, what people post and people that post, you know, a little bit more like racy photos, etc. cetera. Um, mm-hmm. The majority of people also post stuff like, oh my God, I went to McDonald's this morning because I was so hungover from Eurovision last night. <laughs> <laughs> right? So it's not just about, about the racy stuff. And that is what I actually wanted Switch to be because we are kinky people, but sex is not everything. Like hmm. my entire sure. identity yeah. is not just the sex that I have with other people. I'm also a fucking human being. I'm a professional. Um, I am, um, you know, I'm, I'm a husband. I'm, I'm a son. I'm hmm. a, a best friend. Um, I'm someone that you cannot count on to help you move homes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am all of those things. But, you know... Um, and and I think that's part of our nature. That's that's kind of like how we work. And everything else about like moderation, we follow all the principles, you know. So we have reactive and proactive. So reactive is satisfying what Google and Apple say that, you know, the community does moderation. And they were absolutely right. The people will flag anything that could be potentially an issue. And we were seeing, we have, honestly, we have received a very small number of those, thankfully. We've not mm. really had any we've not had any serious problems but and we've moderated the content appropriately um not going to get into the details of of this because it wouldn't be appropriate to do so but it's not been like and and we also have a proactive approach to it where we sample some of the content and we go through it um we do tend to be respectful of people's interactions with each other so that private yep. messages to each other, even when on occasion we've received a screenshot from someone saying, hey, I'm having a bug with my chat and could you help me with this? And it was in a different language. The first thing that I made a point of saying is, I appreciate your trust in us and sharing your private messages with us because of course we can monitor it, but it's not exactly there is no user interface to peep on users we don't have that and why mm. because it wouldn't align with our values it's as simple as sure. that and i think it will mm-hmm. be a really dodgy thing to do if we do need to investigate there are ways that we can do that but there are the kind of things that, like they take time right because mm. it was not built for it so we do that so we try to be as respectful as we can yeah and and the and the users have been really great in uh, reporting things that they thought were um, potentially a, a problem potentially a problem yeah, yeah. but i've been i've been so surprised at the the small amounts of reports that we've had considering the amount of users that we had it's been a very small amount of questionable content on the app in the in the short time that we've been live so we're you know That's good. and even and just to be clear not just that the users have reported also from our own sampling like yeah. we've not mm. found um issues but that's today. What's to say what's going to happen tomorrow? Yeah. And what's to say is oh, going no, to happen a year that. from now? I don't know. But hopefully in a year from now, we're going to be at a different position where we're doing this full time. We've hired people from the scene to help us. There's a lot of incredible talent on the scene. And we want mm-hmm. to 
We want to leverage that. Oh, the, the innovation of Kingsters will never cease to amaze me. No. <laughs> You're very right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of like user uh, privacy, um, is the private chat, are they encrypted? No, you? they're not encrypted. No, okay. no we don't have end-to-end encryption. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just like Twitter, they've only just announced that there is a new end-to-end encryption on Twitter. I don't know if you knew this, but there is no yes. end-to-end encryption. Elon Musk announced that yesterday, in fact, mm-hmm. and Twitter have existed for yeah. so long. Um, yeah. yeah. I would love to offer that, but there are other concerns around regulation that is difficult for us, especially... Oh, no doubt. Um, <laughs> around especially in the uk yeah, yeah. so there are some considerations <laughs> let's, let's be frank it's true <laughs> it is true there are several considerations so whenever we do anything on the app we also have to make sure that we're doing it in a way that we are satisfying the regulation that we have to follow because it is the mm-hmm. law in our country mm-hmm. and we you know we have to satisfy international laws so we are on 71 countries at the moment and people say oh, you, you should be able to just make it available on the app by ticking the box of the country. I mean, it was like, I mean, that is technically true. However, we also need to make sure that not just is being gay legal in your country, is, your, is the introduction of the app, even though the location is not accurate, because we don't ask mm-hmm. for accurate location, so we don't get it unless you force it to send the accurate location. On Android, yep. you can override the app, which I always thought it was bonkers, but you can. Hmm. But we don't send that, but we don't want to put people at risk. So the we protect our users and their security in so many ways. It's not just the data and on the app. So we do you know, our absolute best to protect our users. And that's the main thing for us. The users come first. So about the timeline feature that you have got. Um, yeah. Is the intention that it is eventually going to like be the kinky Twitter at the moment? Is there going to be yeah. be more to, to it? Yeah, I would love for it to be exactly that. So at the moment, it's just, um, it's in descending order of posts, mm-hmm. right? Yep. But for me, when I first explained it to Ed, it wasn't entirely clear to him, possibly because of the way that I explained it. But... One of the things that I've always found for new apps is that if you can't find people around you, you're not going to see people on the app because, and then Mm -hmm. you're going to think, well, if no one is on this app, they're going to be in a different app. So I'm going to go back to this other app whether they like it or not. But we wanted to introduce the discover feature that was Mm. completely agnostic of your location to say, hey, there are other people on the app and they're mm-hmm. posting really cool photos and you may find them interesting and you get the switched core on the Discover yeah. as well. So you can say, oh, we have a few things in common. And the whole thing about the switched core is that it was, that's what I was explaining to Ed where I touched it on the beginning. The principle of switched was that I wanted people to connect with each other based on the things that they have in common. Mm. And you don't you shouldn't have to tell people about your hard limits so starting a conversation from subtraction is never yeah. like the best place to be unless there's like important stuff that you need to discuss i think those are important things but i always wanted to switch to say you have this in common so no matter how many kinks you have in common with people all you need is one thing to have a bloody good time mm. so if you fancy yeah. each other you just need the one thing so we wanted to focus on people sharing common interests right 
Mm -hmm. And that's what switched is. So I wanted people to look at that and switched. The switched course specifically is a conversation starter because they're like, mm. oh, I saw that you're also into power exchange. I love power exchange. It's kind of like that meme of the dog looking at you eating pizza and the dog goes like, hey, funny thing, I also happen to like pizza, you know? <laughs> it's that kind of like proposition. So that's what switched the switched core does. And that's kind of like, and Ed took it to like a whole new level. And then we've added a comparison, but introducing that discover was really important to us because it really means that people can start following each other and sharing their content because we know that not yeah. everybody's going to be posting. And I think that it's worked no. to a great extent. It really helped mm -hmm. people use the app. And also um, with a lot of these kind of dating apps, you put in your preferences and your, um, your, your wants and your needs, and it gives you the people that it thinks you are compatible with. But we want to build this as a community. We want it to be more than just the people that you would potentially want to have sex with, a relationship with, and, and stuff like that. So we want yeah. people to meet and be friends. So, yep. you know, for instance, subs, you know, we want you to be able to find another sub like you to be a friend. And if you're a dom, have a, have lots of dom friends. And then also to be able to find people... All that two you of have... them. <laughs> All <laughs> two of the doms in London. <laughs> but also to, 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 to meet people that have you have... You have very little actual on paper in common with, but you know we're all humans. We're all a, we're all a community. So you know the the timeline allows you to have a conversation that everyone can get involved in, and it's not just a, a checklist of things that are compatible. It's right. a much more community based system. Because mm -hmm. yeah. we also want people to talk to each other, right? So we don't want to have everything so someone said oh i want to have all of these other kings on the app and we'll, we'll of yeah. course add more kings to the app right so we had to start mm -hmm. with a foundational layer we're even adventurous and added uncommon ones like balloon to see whether that would you know be interesting because the loonies are the loonies mm -hmm. they're yeah. great yeah. people why not um mm -hmm. so we we did experiment with some like less common ones um and we will do it. Um, do you want to know some new features that are coming to the app? I can. Sure. I, I mean, uh, we've had want. quite a few questions going. Oh, can you ask them when they're adding uh, X or Y kings? <laughs> Chastity was one, but it's already in there. ADBL was another that came up, yep. for example. Um, but yeah, like sure, late honors. So ABDL um, has been a very common, I think the most popular request, right, Ed? By far, mm -hmm. by far. Yeah, and we are definitely adding it. The only okay. reason we haven't added it is because, do you want to know why? Go on. So I've built the switched core in a data format, and it's like a mm -hmm. set of stuff that everybody, when they create their profile, they copy and mimic it, right? And then it works, and then right. there's the algorithm. I have no idea how I'm going to add New King to this thing because I haven't actually thought of it. Like, because it's going to be fine. It's possible. I just haven't got round to it. And mm. the reality is that we've had so many other issues. So people are not able to see some of their messages at the moment. And that's why we have a new release okay. going out. And yep. between adding New King on this side and people getting their messages, right? Yeah. Um, 
the message is, is, is a little have heavier, right? Yeah. And yeah, I think that people can live without having that on the app. And there are so many things that you can do. You could use your profile to say, oh, by the way, I'm also into this and that, and it's not on the app. And it's nice because people actually do scroll on their profile. I thought people mm. weren't going to, they're just going to stop at a switch card. No, they actually go through the whole thing. Like it's incredible. Mm. It's fantastic. I, I love it. But but we aren't going to we aren't going to be able to have every kink. It's just not going to be possible because oh, yeah. so oh, you know there's yeah. you know this is the kind of thing you know it will be based on what people want the most and mm. these things will be rolled out in a timely fashion um, as we can kind of scale them. So you know it's it's if if your kink is not on the app um, then tell us and uh, we keep a track of all the different requests that come for kinks and you know they'll all be considered and and and, and add, make sure that in. the kinks are legal yeah of course yes <laughs> okay. let's just start with that we've not received any unusual requests um, unusual but, as in illegal no we haven't had any we haven't had we, but we, we do have to not. we have to abide by the law so you can't like don't think that you're going to oh but that is a fetish as I, yeah, it is a fetish, but we're not adding that to the app. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> oh, it's it's also I don't doubt one of those minefields legally. Of like, there are things that people sort of just don't realize are in right. the statute books that it's just like right? that's a minefield to wander into. And then, like, right? like I said to you earlier, I don't envy you. No, and you know, extreme pornography in the UK specifically as kind of like. It's a, a law that's found in like the criminal justice and I think it's an immigration mm -hmm. act. Um, I could probably put it up if I, I should, should probably know it off the, top, off the top of my head and I can't but, remember. But yeah, so. and it, it was relaxed in 2019 um, because back then you couldn't have any fisting or water sports mm -hmm. because that was illegal for you to, for, you could take the photos, but the moment you shared it, that was completely illegal. Obviously people still did it. Mm -hmm. On Twitter, yeah. of course, yeah. <laughs> everywhere, right? <laughs> but he wasn't right. And but the the new version of it, I just pulled it up now. He has four points, and everything is like basically focused around: is this person in danger? Like, does it look mm. like consent is not being given here? And quite frankly, that's a base principle that as as human beings, we also follow on the app. Like, mm -hmm. like it's like bondage. When I demonstrate bondage, the first thing I say. Don't put the fucking rope around that person's wrist. Are you an idiot? Like, don't do that. No <laughs> joints. Like, make sure that there's room. Mm -hmm. Keep an eye on them. The person's going purple. What are you doing? And of course, it will it will happen sometimes. It will slip sometimes. But mm. you have to be careful, right? And yeah. it's the kind of thing, like, if it looks wrong, it's probably wrong. It shouldn't be on the app. And it won't be on the app, right? Mm. I mean, it's, it's essentially the principles of uh, Rack and SCC taken uh, to their natural conclusion sort of thing. So there is one other question that I got for you, which was around some of the required fields that you have on sign up. Yeah. Uh, and someone asked us, why is weight a mandatory field? Um, <laughs> it'd be good for people not to be not to have to focus on things like that yeah. when it comes to okay, uh, profiles. So first things first, the release that we've sent for approval to so the apps removed the mm -hmm. requirement for you to set uh, the, the height and the weight. Yep. Um, and also for you to skip creating, like uploading a first profile picture. Okay. So we've noticed that a lot of people dropped out of the process of onboarding because of that. And I completely appreciate okay. it. 
on the other hand, we also wanted to think, well, if you add a little bit of a barrier, then it prevents you getting like spam and other stuff, mm. right? So adding a little bit of a barrier is a good thing. Now, I'm not here to say some people have said, oh yeah, no, you definitely want more quality over quantity. First of all, who are we to judge quality? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to be the judge of that. But we did make it easier. And Ed put it very eloquently. He said that, you know, having a photo on the app really makes it your profile pop. So the people that find it important yeah. will upload it, whether they do it on the first onboarding or later, they will do it. It's as simple mm -hmm. as that. Um, now, the reason why we have weight and height on the app to begin with is simply because when we first created the app back in 2020, it was a mandatory field. And I mm. honestly don't know why. It was just mandatory. I can't remember why we chose I can't remember it why. I can't remember. I can't remember why okay. either. And it was just there. It had nothing to do. So when we first received a an incredibly thoughtful email from someone saying, it was the, the person wasn't even talking about kind of like body dysmorphia or anything like that. The person was saying, hey, I haven't weighed myself in a long time since COVID. Mm. Um, I don't want to have to weight myself to put this on the app, but I also don't want to lie. And I was like, shit, you're absolutely fucking right. I also haven't mm. weighed myself for a while. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't fit in my leather. I certainly don't fit in my rubber. You will probably mm -hmm. rip it. So like, <laughs> fuck, I really appreciate where you're coming from. And I'm really sorry but on the other hand, it's not an easy change to the app because mm. I have to introduce new fields for that particular measure on the apps and move them across. Yep. Because just technically, if I, I don't want people's apps to suddenly break. So it's not an easy change. Meanwhile, we're getting all these problems that people can't use the app. So I was like, I had to make a call priorities. So it was... It wasn't deprioritized. It was, it was just not as important as the bugs that were preventing people from actually using the app, mm. right? So I had that's to address fair. that, and that's the only reason why. It's not because oh no, you have to tell me how much you weigh, or say things like <laughs> oh I want to pick up on the I don't know. I'm just I, I, no one has said this, but like oh I want to pick up on the people that have more weight because. Actually, no, we've introduced really cool options for body types, including DadBot, which was one of the mm -hmm. ones that I really pushed for it. I thought, yeah, I want DadBot on the app. First of all, I think that's kind of like how I would identify myself. Um, mm -hmm. Second, why not? It's hot. A lot of people love it. What's the yeah. problem with it? So you should... And we went through a lot of like different options. We've asked people. We had all different kinds of stuff. We had... Uh, we used a suggestion from our users in the past as chunky for a while. Some people mm. liked it. Some people weren't too happy uh, about mm. it. <laughs> you know, so there's always dissonance, right? So you have yep. to make a decision on what is the most appropriate right balance given your situation. It's a very tough call. And sometimes we have to make mm. tough decisions, but it's not because we're making a statement. It just is because it was. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can share um, a new feature that's coming up soon. Oh, yes, please. Right. So I don't know if Ed's going to like this. He's giving me the look. Look at this. I don't know what you're going to say. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought of Switched Core as, um, as a way of paying respect to 
the hanky code mm, in a digital okay. format. I think the hanky code has a very special place in my heart and nothing can replace it and nothing ever will. I think I have a copy of the original. I just have an image of it, but I have a, a copy of the original written down from San Francisco. It's super lovely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely oh, wow. lovely. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. And now I abide by it. Sometimes I wear something. Sometimes it's not a hanky. Sometimes it's just I, I pick a, 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 my watch band in a particular color. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and that's kind of like trying to <laughs> signify something. And it's a nod to our culture. We're paying homage to our history. So I wanted Switchcore to be a modern interpretation of the hanky code in one way or another. So you can see that you have top on one side, you have DOM on one side, because that's yep. kind of like where it's located. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, one of the things that people love about the app is that you can be a DOM bottom. Yep. Yes. Right? Is how many apps yeah. have existed that claim to be mm-hmm. specific for fetish but don't have the separation? And there are lots of sites. People just don't do any anal sex. And why can't you just mm-hmm. not have any anal sex on that app? Like, what the hell? Right. And uh, so that's what we've done. And we like to think that people like Switchcore. And I said, be very clear, I don't want to replace it. I never said that it's going to replace it, but it's paying respect to that tradition and bringing it into like a modern format, right? Mm-hmm. The um, We are also bringing pins to the app. Okay. So also part of our heritage, okay. part of our tradition, mm-hmm. certainly my generation. So we want to have pins that people can decorate their profile with. Mm. I've been awesome. asking Ed to have a think about the pins and he's designed several versions of where they could go, several versions of the pin. He's, pen- he's fantastic. And he's put them on the left-hand side of the profile. And then I asked him, well, what if you could select a location of your profile so you could have that? So one of the things that we were thinking about the wide range of, for example, different types of gender identities is if we were to say, we have a smaller, but much bigger than what we have currently, right? So but we have a hmm. smaller selection of genders, but then if you could be potentially, we're not saying that we're going to do this just yet, but we're looking into it. Yeah. If you could then select a pin that says, for example, transmasculine, and you'll add it to your profile, it also gives the information about it, which is actually quite similar to what a lot of people do. They wear it in the scene, which is lovely. Some of the colors are incredible. Yeah. I love, I, ju- I just love the pins. Um, that's a potential use for it and adds a little bit of personality and color to someone's profile and it alludes to our heritage and our history. But also stuff like, so Ed, um, he doesn't look it, but he's very sassy. So he he wrote, he made a pin at Austin. <laughs> Ed, can you, can you add a pin that only our Indiegogo backers can have on their profile? And he was like, okay, okay fine, I'll do that. And then what is it? What is that you said on the pin, Ed? So I, 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 in terms of logos and stuff like that, we weren't really sure that we wanted to kind of just put an Indiegogo logo or, you know, something like that. So I just used the color of Indiegogo, which is the pink. And I wrote, I helped Switch come to life. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another one. Oh, I like it. Another one for the people that have endured switched in the first week second week or the first month <laughs> um ed came up with one that says i survived month one of switched 
Amongst other like really cool ones that are actually quite mm. like about pride and about LGBT, mm. etc. I would and we're making them free as well. I would mm. love for say organizations like Bluff, I'm sure I know Nigel personally very well. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm yeah. sure that he may be okay with us having pins. There's also an opportunity for us to have pins added to your profile that are actually related to a charity. So we get the proceeds to be donated Mm -hmm. to that charity and we can work with organizations. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's like a a nice way that we can kind of like give back to the community. But I love the idea of having pins on the profile just because they're really Mm -hmm. fun. So I'm kind of thinking, is there a way that I could have someone tap it and then it makes like a popping sound because I find them particularly very satisfying (laughs) (laughs) or can i make them explode in glitter so there are so many things that you can do and this is just with profiles just just for the benefit of our listeners eddie's Eddie's just sort of just gave that look as if to go this is news to me (laughs) no no i didn't know about this Um, he did know about this it's just that he doesn't like me talking about stuff too much but we've, we're also working with, and uh, we haven't commissioned this yet, but we have a, um, we have received uh, portfolios from artists in our community that we're going to oh, work nice. with to build custom profile skins. Like when you have oh, a cool. cosmetic on the app, mm. on like not on the app, on the like a game. So we're going to have the leather profile skin. We're going to have the rubber mm-hmm. and the pup, mm-hmm. and they're actually mm-hmm. the three some of the three perks that you could have chosen uh, from the Indiegogo. So Mm -hmm. it's going to be made and the subject of that skin, that art is going to be made in the likeness of the person that is back to us on Indiegogo as, Mm. as a huge way of saying like, thank you for giving us this much money. We really appreciate it. Also, we hope that it looks really cool. Some of these skins, and maybe even the ones that I've mentioned, they you may have to pay for a one-off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there will be, I don't know how much they're going to cost. I don't know, $3.99, $1.99. I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. looked into it. It's another way that we can use the app and monetize the app to keep us running for people mm-hmm. that don't want to pay a subscription. Because not everybody needs it. Let me just go ahead and say this. like Not, not everybody yeah. needs to get a subscription. Some people want to get a subscription. Some people feel like they need one. The majority of mm-hmm. people don't want one and actually don't need one. We've been, we've, people have told us that. So we we do want, for those, say they want to have a cool pop skin mm. on their profile. And instead of sending the, you know, the little fire, mm-hmm. we deliberately don't have oh, a right, name yeah. for it because we want <laughs> to run a contest that people can help name it. We give them a free subscription whoever the winner is <laughs> some people we call internally the hots um mm-hmm. my um my um partner my husband um jokes about it and he calls it fuego uh <laughs> <laughs> i have received another fuego today uh i don't know people call it different things and some people don't actually know what it's called so they just send us the fire symbol anyway mm. Um, yeah, it could yeah. be fire. I don't know. We we don't know. Um, so instead of sending the heart, if you have a pop skin, you can send a woof like or a, a paw, mm-hmm. and that just adds that extra level of interaction. And then you know, if you want to, if you want to ex- expanding on what Ed said 
Um, he's giving me the look again. Um, when expanding what Ed said, we are linking profiles. So if you are a partner and you pay for a subscription, because we have to monetize this, of course, mm -hmm. then you can link yeah. your profiles. Therefore, when the person messages you, there's an option. You're not going to be forced to message both of them, but you could message the couple and you can have a conversation with the couple. And if you are also a couple, your couple could message their couple <laughs> And you could have a four-way conversation. We're stopping at four-way before we start getting to the whole kinky family because it just it just yes. turns into. But fun fact: I was about to sit here and go, "How does that work for polyamory?" Then? Right. <laughs> but but one step at a time. But fun fact: the app already supports and works well with group chats like that. Nice. I just haven't enabled Good. it because I want to see people are already having some issues with messages. Mm -hmm. as it is one-on-one yeah. -on -one. Yeah. imagine if i had four people talking at the same yep. time <laughs> <laughs> get the mvp running and roll back around that's right ed he's, he's giving me the look he's going to tell me off tomorrow we're meeting tomorrow i'm, I'm not I'm, I'm really not because this is all <laughs> stuff that i know about <laughs> So, so so those are some of the cool things that we are adding um so yes we are like let's just rewind yes we are addressing the gender mm. issue um we're expanding on it but we also feel that we need a little bit more of a authoritarian i say authority as in someone who's qualified to make mm. a you know so we get we got feedback from the community but we also want to speak to like a charity that focus on gender and stuff to understand mm. obviously talk about our challenges technically but find a better solution we're also expanding on sexuality Mm -hmm. And we're also adding options to say for all of them, uh, prefer not to say. Okay. The only yeah, issue yeah. is that when you do that, you're excluding yourself from some potential searches on the app, right? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like sure. a bit of a bit of a challenge, but it's the trade-off that you get. But if you don't want to talk about it, like, you know, some people don't want to talk about it, don't want to talk about their sexuality, maybe because they haven't figured it out or they just don't want oh, yeah. to talk about it. It's up to them. We've also yeah. introduced the ability now for people to hide their age on their profile. Um, mm -hmm. I don't think okay. that it's because there's anything dodgy going on. Like, But some people just don't feel oh, no. comfortable. Some of us just don't want to be clocked as to how far in our 30s we are. Well, exactly. <laughs> Lucky you, you're still in your 30s, babe. Like, <laughs> you're doing all right. <laughs> so that's another thing that we've done already. So we've changed that. Um, another issue... Um, that we need to address is that for some stupid reason, when I added foot sizes, I only went up to 12 UK. <laughs> I don't know why. And the guy messaged me. He went like, um, I'm a size 14 and I don't think that's special. Am I special? And then first of all, yes, you are. You are, you are awesome. Also, thank you for reporting this because I have no idea. I just completely missed it. Like mm -hmm. in, in, yeah. in the midst of it all, this world of stuff that we have to put together for the app to work, it's one thing out of 2,000, 3,000, right? Yeah. And it's very easily yeah, missed. One of the things that we are introducing on the app is notification filters because mm -hmm. some people have been receiving a lot of notifications. We found that a good number of people are receiving a good number of notifications. But mm -hmm. there is a reason why we've made the app and, and Ed is the genius behind it because it's been very good at finding ways for people to interact with each other. One of the feedbacks, the research that I was doing before I decided to even start working on Switch and then talk to Ed about it. Someone said to me, 
and I'm not going to say what app it is, is that mm -hmm. I never get a notification. I never get a message. The only message that I get is an ad. Yeah. And I was like, this actually seems... I know which app this is somehow. This, you know, it really, like, it really upsets me yeah. to think that because I was like, first of all, I'm so sorry. You deserve better. Second, I wish that I could do something to improve that. And there's a reason why you get a lot of notifications because you're getting a lot of interactions. You know, there's, you know, some other apps out there when you get what you call, like even on Grider, what is it called? A tap? I, I'm not vanilla. Yes, yeah, it's it is a tap. A tap. Yeah. yeah. So when you get a tap, we felt like, well, I want to collect my taps. I want to collect my likes. So we added that to the profile. So Ed made it mm -hmm. really special so that it's there and people can see it, right? And there's that like extra value. So much so that you can't move your photos, right? Your pictures, you can't move them across galleries. And one of our beta testers said recently, you know, I really wish I could do that. I could transfer that. And then Ed said, well, you can. You can delete it and upload into the new gallery. But I said, no, but I'm going to lose my likes. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, shit, you're so right. You can't lose your likes. No, let's make sure that we can add the gallery. We can move the picture. Take your likes with you. You fucking earned them. Your, your pictures are awesome. Your post mm. was amazing. You've earned those likes. Carry them for life, right? So... We wanted to do that. A lot of people have complained saying, I get too many notifications. I don't care about the likes. I just care about the messages. And so we're going mm -hmm. to improve that. But we never honestly expected the app to have so many users and so much content on it. <laughs> we had no idea whether people would use the timeline. I mean, we, we just did we not didn't. know whether it mm. would be something that people would want to do within an app. Mm. Um, I know that in other apps, there are timelines that are, you know, un underused uh, enormously. Yeah. So, um, so you know, we had a no idea whether it was going to be used. So we've been delighted by the amount of interaction that's been on the timeline. Mm. The number of messages. We're getting close to 200,000 messages exchanged on the app. Wow. Nice. They're the ones going through. <laughs> well, exactly, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry, I couldn't visit. No, that. but it's true, right? So if the app was working in a way that everybody could get, and not everybody's affected by this, but a number mm -hmm. of users are, and that's enough for us to address it, right? So yeah. if everybody had their messages, it would be even more, and we have even more people on the app. In a way, it's good because it kind of like puts a little bit of a pace, but at the same time, mm -hmm. It's really unfair on the people who believe in us and been using the app. So we're trying to address as a matter of priority. So yep. it, it just is what it is. We're doing the best we can. We're only two people <laughs> in London in this horrible weather trying to do something different. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, it's, I've said it before already in, the, in this chat. It's just like, I am honest to God floored at how well... This sounds this sounds so back ended, and I really don't mean it to be. How well put together it is on launch, because you look at oh, look at Tinder. You. I mean, I'm old enough to remember when Tinder came out, you know, when Grinder came out, and everything else. And sort of, you looked at them and went, "Okay, it's great, but my God, it's going to be a pain in the ass for six months until it's actually running." And then you look at what you guys have launched. It's just like, oh my God, like it's pretty much there. First try, ready to go, sort of thing, and it's not not that it's not teething issues like you've gone into, but like what the, what is their teething issue wise is 
honestly astounding that it's with due respect that few <laughs> for a two man. Thank you. No, but for a two man team oh, yeah. working on an app of that complexity. Thank you. We really appreciate you saying that. It it really means a lot to us because we worked very hard. We do panic sometimes, like I really do. Sometimes the bugs and people we receive. Again, we do, we do receive. I think we've received two very angry emails. Mm. Um, okay. That I would say probably could have been phrased slightly different. But mm. I appreciate where they're coming from. And it doesn't mean that they're wrong. It just means that, you know, we're, we're trying to do better. Um, mm-hmm. Please bear yeah. with us. But everyone else, they do say they're very thoughtful in their approach, communicating the problems that they have. Um, and Ed has been taking care of those much more than me because I've been mm-hmm. working in the code and, and sorting stuff. Um but Ed, you know, like the feedback that you've received, you keep telling me it's been immensely positive, hasn't it? Even the people that have sent us angry emails, when we reply to them and explain the reasoning behind the decisions, we, we, the decisions that we've made, they're, 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 they're always very polite mm. in, the, in mm. the long run. So, you know, I think it's one of those things where... I think the the bar is very high in the world of social media and apps these yeah. days. You know, so um, we felt that we needed to release something that was pretty polished. Um, and even though internally we know that there is a lot more polishing that needs to be done, uh, I think we reached a pretty good standard. From this side, it certainly seems so. I, I, you know, thank you. <laughs> We've been we worked really hard. Um, I don't mm. know about Ed uh, specifically, but. I've not been out socializing. I have a lot of friends. As you can tell, mm. I'm not exactly shy or an introvert. <laughs> um, I don't think any of my friends would describe me like that. I've been described as an extra extrovert on many <laughs> occasions. And I have not been out and about seeing friends. I have not been in so having drinks with people. I've not been socializing. I've just mm. been working on this. But it was the right thing to do and i have absolutely zero regrets a couple of people that i look up to a lot there's nigel who runs bluff he develops the app himself he's put a lot of time and energy into this community i think of him as an absolute example for everything i'm doing i've thought of him and his work a lot when we're working on switch and there's also susie kruger i don't know if you know susie she runs hard on no, oh, okay. I don't think I've. Uh, she uh, is an absolute incredible person. We wouldn't be where we are today, as far as fetish events in London, if it wasn't for yeah. her. Many, many, many years ago. And when I say this, I like I am not joking. Like it wouldn't be because of her. And she's worked with other venues and other parties and other people, showing them this is how you run a party. This is how you organize things. Because she really has been. She really has been a superstar. If you go on YouTube and you search for Susie Kruger, there's a very mm-hmm. incredible interview with her that talks about how everything came together. Uh, and she is an absolute inspiration. And um, that's what I wanted Switch to be. And, you know, they've absolutely encouraged me to go like, yeah, build this. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Good. I think that covers most of what we have. Uh, unless yep. you've got anything you want to add, Chris. I have got one final question. Go on. <laughs> that is for for Ed. Um, Which Ed? 
<laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> We're two Eds. I know it's not for me. Ed, not, I'll be quiet. Ed, not Eddie. Yeah, yeah for Ed, um, if you have a kidnap fantasy scene with the Joker and foot worship with Reed Richards, or if you have close male nude male with four Call of Duty style soldiers, which one would you go for first? His face is everything. I'm a, I'm a big Batman fan. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, there is there is superheroes and then there's Batman. Um, so I would always go with Batman, uh, the DC universe, um, uh, all the way, all the way. Okay. <laughs> I never thought you were. I didn't know this about you. We've been friends for how many years, and I had no idea. I'm a Marvel universe guy. You and I need to talk. I don't. Nah. I don't like this. I've got very. I've got extreme views about Marvel. I'm afraid. We'll have to we'll have to talk about this at a later, a later date. Extreme views. Wow. Yes. Yes. I have indeed. Since we're on Marvel, then how about I throw a list question over to yourself, Eddie? <laughs> nice, nice. Oh my geeky stuff. For, for audience reference, he's just, he's just just held up the super. What is it? Super graphic uh, book. That, that's cool. Um, no, so a mummification scene with Magneto, a daddy son scene with Thor, or a being gagged with Wolverine's uh, used underwear. Me gagged with Wolverine's <laughs> underwear, but you know he's a bottom, right? <laughs> you know he's a sub bottom. He's big. He's got those big claws, but deep inside, he's just a big baby, and he just wants love and affection. <laughs> I think I will go with Wolverine, and then I'll I'll tell him what he can do with his underwear, <laughs> and I think he'll be very happy about that. <laughs> and we both know very. that's how it's going to go down. <laughs> Well, with that, thank you very much for joining us on the show, guys. It mm-hmm. has been very enlightening, very interesting to hear about the uh, back, back, the back side of this. Is that too much? There, the back end of this. Talking about my arms. You just want story. to see my arms. Yeah, everything, <laughs> everything in the back. Yeah. Perfect. But no, I mean, I'm not going to deny that. Um, <laughs> But no, thank you very much for joining us. Any last bits that you want to throw up and plug before we... Uh, oh, yeah, I do. I do. I have a question. Have you sure. switched yet? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. You guys didn't ask yeah, me yeah, why yeah, it's called switched. Both of us are. Why is it called switched? Yeah. <gasps> why is it called switched? Ed, you don't know this either, do you? Yeah, I remember we brainstormed it uh, when we realised we couldn't have the name that we wanted initially. That's right. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to say it. We're not going to say it. We're not going to say it. That's fair. No, no. That's legal, fair. legal. We're not saying it. <laughs> yeah. But um, the reason it's called Switched is for two reasons. Is because initially the second interpretation of the Switch Core, because it started as a spectrum analyzer for sound, you know, you have all mm-hmm. the ups and downs. Mm-hmm. And then what I did, I flipped it upside down. And then I said, okay, these are kind of like the opposite of each other. Right? And that's that was the first mm-hmm. version. And the second version of it was, in my mind, I was thinking, what if I was like a switchboard, I would connect from the different points and bring ah. a cable, the XLR cable, into the different connectors. And you can switch it around whichever way you like. Because, and here's another feature that's coming soon. You have your switched core now. 
but it doesn't mean mm -hmm. that you always up for everything. So we're going to introduce mm -hmm. your ability for you to have like a a now like a a now version of your switch core. So if you're only okay. interested nice. in bondage and yeah. leather, and for some reason water sports this weekend with very bad combination, I do not advise you mix water sports with leather. <laughs> but if you want to and you're rich, fucking do it. But don't tell me I haven't told you so. But you could have that, right? So you could switch things around. There's the switch board. And then switched became the word and it was available. And for those of you who are starting to looking to start a business, you can come up with the most brilliant idea for a name. You still have to go and see whether it's already been registered in the IPO yes. office. And it's mm -hmm. a nightmare. We also worked with legal for this and it costs us an absolute fucking fortune. Mm hmm. Naming anything that you're bringing onto the market is incredibly difficult. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think, like, we obviously, like, yeah. it's a podcast, so it's a very different thing for us, but I think we went through, what, seven different iterations of names, Chris? Something like oh, that? Oh, wow. Yeah, why is it called <laughs> tea bags and joystick? Because I would not accept that it's because we're British and we drink tea and we like joystick. <laughs> There's at least an induendo in there that talks about tea bagging someone and, and playing with their joystick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, from day yes. one, we from oh, day yeah. one we were going with innuendos, and that's part of the reason we ended Absolutely. up going through so many versions. Right. Well, you, it's funny you didn't think of the can of Pringles and you're fisting it whenever you've reached the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, both, both Eddie and I are big gamers, so you know we we're are. always very we interested really to hear about your your gaming uh, news and uh, what you're mm -hmm. playing at the moment. Yeah. I listened to, I, as I said, I listened to your podcast and I definitely listened to the one on dating apps and I was like, oh, lol, this is funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we, I really enjoyed recording that episode. That was interesting. Yeah. Your friends seem really fun. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Hats off to Louise. Well, thank you very much, gentlemen. You're very thank welcome. You. Thank and you for having Chris, us. Five Minute Marvel? Yes. Okay. So, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. Um. Uh, well, shit. I'm not ready for this. Um. I don't think I've cried at a Marvel movie that hard in a very, very long time. I mean, it was that kind of that kind of movie. It did give us. Yeah, it wasn't what I expected. Uh, right. In a very good way. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Realizing tears of, I was going to say tears of joy, but they no, weren't because they were sad tears. Yeah. But they were tears for the right reasons. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if a, well, a, let's put it that way: a shit movie would never make you cry. This well, <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. It might make you cry, just not in a good way. Um, so can we? Like, there is a lot to touch on in this movie. Um. Nebula and Quill. Yes. Um, um, I'm, I'm so glad they didn't um, pair uh, Peter Quill up with anyone. Just, I, I'm so glad they didn't try to like shoehorn that in. I'm glad they didn't go back to Gamora. Yeah, 100%. Because it would have been really easy and really lazy for James Gunn to take him back to Gamora. Mm -hmm. I think I like the way they did it. And it kind of leaves it open. It could happen in the future, but it's got to be earned again. And it's like, yeah, okay, you know what? Maybe I, I can gel with that, perhaps. It just makes so much more sense than, oh, they, they just 
get back together after everything that's happened. Yeah, like I do kind of ship. I do kind of ship Star Lord and Nebula though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know why something about that was just working for me, yeah. but it could just be that I'm a sucker for Karen Gillan. I mean, yeah, she's great. It's <laughs> <laughs> like great. there is a Doctor Who companion mm-hmm. who went and like really kicked it out of the park from like post Doctor Who because a lot of them you kind of lose some what. Like, they go on and do great things, don't get me wrong, but, like, they... I think of all of them, Karen Gillan's had the best career. Mm-hmm. I think so. From, and I think that's partly because she got picked up by Marvel. From everyone, like, in... From Doctor Who, I think it's going to be between her and, um... Uh, I mean, um... David Tennant had a, has had a pretty good career, but, yeah, that's kind of it. True, but I'm talking particularly about the companions. Yeah, I know. But this isn't Marvel. This is this is uh, Doctor Who. So let's kind of rewind a little bit back to Marvel. Um, we can hear Groot now. Yeah, or Groot can speak English, depending on your interpretation. No, I think the the correct interpretation is we can now understand Groot. Well, this is the thing, isn't it? Because it was kind. Of, I think it's been said by James Gunn in interviews since that the idea was like the audience has gone on this journey and now understands him. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Can, can we talk about Kaiju Groot? Uh, Kaiju Groot. Kaiju Groot. Mm-hmm. Sure. What about? Like, so we we not only got Alpha Groot, we got mm-hmm. Kaiju Groot. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Kaiju Groot was fucking badass, for one. Like, yes, please, I want more. But then we got Alpha Groot, who is already fucking stacked, and I want to see the Kaiju version of Alpha Groot. (laughs) I was just going to say, where do we go from here? (laughs) Right? I need to see the Kaiju version of Alpha Groot. Mm -hmm. If that doesn't end up in an Avengers movie at some point, I'm going to be pissed. We'll see them again, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, they already said we're seeing Star-Lord again, which is interesting, because yep. apparently Chris Pratt hasn't signed a uh, new contract yet, but that's a whole other bit of... Uh... Well, it, it only said Star-Lord. It, no one said this Star-Lord. Oh, don't do that. No. Mm. <laughs> You're right. You are absolutely right. I just completely blanked on the fact that... We're in the multiverse now. Mm-hmm. Right. And I guess, in theory, that title can be transferred as well. Yeah, true. I tell you what I was disappointed with, though. Oh, yeah? We didn't see any of his um, cosmic powers from his dad again. That's true. Yeah. Well, And that really see? irritates me, because it's just like, we know this is a thing. I think we're going to see that in his next outing. Oh, you reckon? Yeah, whatever. Whatever he gets up to. That would kind of follow the comics, I guess. Mm. Excelsior! And that was the five-minute Marvel, even though we kind of detoured into the Doctor Who universe. Oh, well. (laughs) Which, there will be tea about that in a future episode, by the way, because trailers have dropped, and that's interesting. But... That's not what we're on right now, is it? We're on to the joysticks. Yes. Yeah. So what's been on your joysticks, Chris? I've been playing a game called Pandorama. Uh, I'm sorry, Pandorama? No, Panorama. Panorama. Okay. Panorama sounds like an interesting game as well. Someone get on that. <laughs> sorry. Right. What's Panorama? Panorama is uh, 
well, it's basically Dwarf Romantic. Uh, it's a tile game, hexagonal mm-hmm. tile that you build together to build a city. So okay, yeah. So it's pretty much Dwarf Romantic with just slightly different features. Okay, what's the like, what would you say is like if I would say like pin down one distinguishing? The distinguishing uh, factor is you can upgrade your buildings in Panorama. Ooh, okay. Okay, this might intrigue me because that's like if I've got a complaint with Dorf Romantic, it's that as your cities, etc., get bigger, they don't really change from little villages. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you have uh, also like uh, tile buildings that uh, like buildings with bigger tiles uh, that you kind of group together with. So, for example, I, I don't know, you can build a windmill with like a water tile, a two farm tiles and a city tile for example oh and it will make it into a windmill yes Ooh. okay it's almost like dove romantics the concept and then this is the sort of evolution i guess yeah yeah okay yeah so wait what platform is this on then is it pc switch xbox what uh it is only on pc at the moment uh through steam oh, okay uh it is pan apostrophe orama I don't know what it's possibly is they're doing, but yeah, it's probably a little bit of uh, SEO. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, okay, I might have to go and look into this. Like, I like these little chill games. Yeah, it's not bad. What's the art style? It's more cartoony than um, than than Dolph Romantic. Mm, okay, because Dolph Romantic kind of hit that sweet spot for me of being sort of kind of cutesy, kind of cartoony. Yeah. This one leans a lot more cartoony. Okay, I'll give it a look. Yeah, I'll have yeah. a nose. I'll have a nose. Go, go play the demo at least. Oh, there is a full demo then. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, what's on your joysticks then? Uh, a couple of things this week. Um, one new, one not. So, I have been playing a lot of mine. Well, I say playing Minecraft. I've been wandering around Minecraft in creative mode. Okay. Because I now have a PC that is capable of doing ray tracing. And me and a few friends have got a server that has been on the go for, I want to say, about three years now. And so, like, we have some fairly good-sized areas that are really interesting to go and look at in ray tracing mode. Right. Like, that's been one of my side distractions. And then in the last two, three days, I think it is, since launch, I've been playing uh, the new... Legend of Zelda, oh, Tears of, of the Kingdom. Of course. I am not very far in that game at all. <laughs> of what I've played so far, because I am not I I don't I'm not even out of Tutorial Island. Oh right, I see. And I've put about four or five hours in already. Okay. And this is partly because I'm the kind of person that goes and explores everything, to be fair. Like you could do it a lot quicker than I have. But you get the feeling that it's here is Breath of the Wild. If the developers were told, do whatever you want. Mm. Like, you can literally build vehicles now. Oh, right. You can fuse things to your weapons. Okay. So, right now, I'm wandering around with a bunch of short swords and sticks that have been fused with rocks, and I'm just pelting the ever-loving shit out of things. Mm. <laughs> Zelda is one of those game series that I keep hearing about. I've never played it. <laughs> I am really, really early in this. Mm-hmm. 
but if I don't know if you ever played Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, mm-hmm. think of that in terms of the building system. Okay. Although put into a real world environment instead of being done in a garage. And then think Breath of the Wild in terms of open landscape. Like, it's not a perfect analogy, but if you've played these games, it'll give you an idea of what you're playing with in that respect. Mm. But otherwise, it's just kind of nice to be back there. Although I will say the Switch is showing its age. It is definitely showing its age because there have been times that I'm already having quite heavy frame rate drops when it's in docked mode. Yeah, fair enough. So I'm a little bit worried about getting further in when things get wild because I'm one of these people that likes to set fire to massive areas of the grassland, etc., you know. (laughs) So we will see how it holds up. Is it bad to say of a brand new game that I'm looking forward to the re-release on better hardware? Because that's kind of where I'm at. I don't know. I, 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 <laughs> like, I really, I'm not sure if Nintendo, when Nintendo is going to bring out the next console. Feeling how this game plays, it needs to be soon. Mm-hmm. And I know we've been saying that for a while, but this is pushing the console really to its limits. I'm not saying this is a bad game when I say I'm looking forward to the remake. It's more there are things that you could do with an updated engine, such as when you're entering into temples and things and not have a, have to have it load, etc., yeah. that will look really fucking sweet when you get round to it. Okay. So, like, it's it's not a slight on that game at all. It works amazingly for what it is and where it is and everything else. Just... In the same way that Breath of the Wild released on the Wii U, and then later on on the Switch, and the Switch was the superior version, kind of feels like we might end up with a similar thing. Fair enough. But yeah, that's my joystick. Right, and I think that would do it for today. I think so. It's already been a bumper of a show. Exactly. Where can people find us, Chris? People can find us on socials at tbnjpodcast at wolf.group. Indeed, that's woof.group. And they can also find all of our links where, Chris? lnk.at for slash tbnj podcast. That's right. A big thank you to the boys from Switched, Ed Mm -hmm. and Eddie. Yes, indeed. It was a pleasure. And hey, we got some exclusive uh, features that are coming soon. Exclusive teas, yes. Indeed. But for now, I have been Sai. And I've been Chris. Thank you very much for listening. This has been the Teabags and Joysticks podcast, and we shall catch you soon. Bye. Bye. This episode is edited by DB and J. Chris. Our guests are Ed and Eddie from Switched. Sample comprises royalty-free audio. The opening ending music is called Conundrum by DOAK. Thank you for listening to Teabags and Joysticks.